bakers of Weber's Bread present your all-star Western Theater. comes your all-star Western theater, starring America's great Western singers, Boy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage. Today's special guest is Republic Pictures' outstanding Western action star, Alan Lane. This is Cottonseed Park, and here are the Riders of the Purple Sage. I want to ride my pony over the prairie out the open plain. Hurting the cattle that be and weary out on the open plain. I want to see the sunset over the nation, the writers of the Purple Sage are becoming famous for their unusual rendition of simple western heart ballads. On radio, recordings, and in pictures, they've added a new meaning to an old, old story with music and words. Here they are to sing one of your requests, Someone Won Your Heart, Little Darling.
Theater today comes a guest star we know you friends and neighbors will be mighty happy to meet and greet. It's a real Western pleasure to welcome an outstanding actor and hard-riding, straight-shooting star from over Republic Picture Way, Alan Lane. <laughs> Alan Lane comes to you as Sundown, and a story of the West written especially for him entitled At Sundown. With four willing as Pharaoh, Joe Forte as Hawkins, Eddie Fields as Mac, and Al Sloy as the barkeep. The prosperous but lawless western cattle town of Caprock is, like most any other cattle town, saloons, crude hotels, a hardware store, blacksmith shop, and a dozen or so run-of-the-mill business institutions. Not so long ago, Caprock was a mighty peaceful place, but it wasn't long until drifters and homesteaders began flowing in to oppose the operations and beliefs of the older settlers. Today, about the only real contentment to be found is when everyone's asleep. But at the moment, old Jim Hawkins, owner of the Raptor H Ranch, is very much awake as he discusses current ranching problems with some of his neighboring cattlemen. I'm telling you, men, that it ain't right to stand by and let a bunch of drifters come into this country and root us right out of house and home. Well, you've got the right idea, Jim, but how about giving out with a plan to keep them from it? Fight. Fight them with everything we got. Count me out. I don't want any part of a fight with that feral guy. Ah, they're no meaner or tougher than we are. They've just been better floppers up to this point. But I'll guarantee doggone to you that I'm getting tired of being bluffed. Well, I'd rather be bluffed than buried. You can still count me out. Tom's got a point there, Jim. That young kid they call Pharaoh has got his business organized where he knows what he's doing. Why, he's nothing than a young punk gun slick. Yeah, but a good one. Every time a newcomer hits town, they join up with him. He's got to believe and they've got a right to help themselves to whatever they please. They better keep their cotton-picking fingers off of my property. Well, where'd this pharaoh kid come from, anyway? Flew in a couple of years ago from out of nowhere. Started slinging his six guns around till everybody got scared of him. And he started setting himself up in business, giving protection to drifters. Why, the brat. He ought to be run out of the country. We all agree to that, but try and get somebody to take the job. That's just it, men. Oh, I know I get hot around the collar when I think of what that gang of cutthroats are doing to us. But mark my words. One of these days, someone will come riding into this country that will make that maverick back down. And remember, I said that. So. 
What's it for you, friend? Where can a man put up for the night? Eh, we can take care of you upstairs, I reckon. Cost you a buck and a half in advance. All right. Here you are. Stranger around here, ain't you? That's right. Figuring on settling down here about? Maybe. What business you follow? Cattle. Got any prospects? Nope. Say, you don't talk much, do you, stranger? Only when I got something to say. And then I do all right. Well, uh, I ain't trying to butt into your business, but being a stranger hereabouts and figuring on the cattle business, you might be willing to take some friendly advice, wouldn't you? I might. And have a talk with the Pharaoh kid. Well, what can he do for me? He'll see that you get your rights and give you protection while you're getting them. Well, you tell the Pharaoh kid for me to look after his own business. I'll take care of mine. Suppose you tell him, stranger. I'd be proud to. Try him out. He just arrived. You? So you're the feral kid. That's right. And who are you? They call me Sundown. What's your business? Mine and my own, mostly. Look here, stranger. Let's quit this game of hide-and-seek. That's the first sensible thing you've said, kid. I've been seeking you long enough. What do you mean by that? And whether you didn't know right offhand. Then it's your turn to hide. Now get going. Nope, not until I use up that dollar and a half bed I just bought. Hey, Mac. Yeah, Farrell. Come over here. Bring Hank with you. All right, Pete. Give the stranger his dollar and a half back. All right, here you are. What's up, Farrell? Just a minute, boys. All right, stranger. You got your money back. Now do you want to walk out of here peaceable-like, or do I have to ask Mac and Pete to help you out? Uh, sir, you've given me my choice. I'll take Mac and Pete. You asked for it, stranger. All right, boys. All right, Carol. That takes care of your boys. Now maybe you'd like to try at it. When I fight, it's with guns. And I'm always ready. Well, don't make the same mistake that Mac and Pete made. Watch it, stranger. All right, boys. Take Mac out and patch him up. Thanks, kid. If it hadn't been for your quick draw, that gun slick of yours would have put a slug in my back. I don't allow my men to shoot people in the back. You know, I'm glad you did that. You ought to be. It saved your life. That's not the reason. You know, you don't make yourself very clear. But they'll come when I will. Say, Pete, put that dollar and a half back in the cash drawer. I think the stranger needs some rest. Morning, boss. Has that sundown fella come down yet? Not yet. Guess he's sleeping a little late. Oh, here he comes now. Watch it. Looking for me, Farrell? That's right. I want to have a little talk with you. I don't think it'll do much good, but start talking. How'd you like to hook up with me? Mm, Not interested. You haven't heard my proposition. I don't have to hear it, kid. I heard all about you before I came to this town. And I don't want any part of the way you do business. And what's wrong with the way I operate? I was raised up and taught to leave things alone that belonged to other people. But I had no right to it. Now, ain't that nice? Yeah, mighty nice. It's a shame you didn't have enough sense to take advantage of the same same opportunity. Just, uh, what are you hitting at? I'll let you know one of these days. 
What do you want in here, Hawkins? This is a public place of business, and I got a right to be here even if you do own it. All right, but just don't go handing out any talk that'll get you into trouble. Yeah? Well, I'm looking for a man named Sundown. The one who made a monkey out of you and your nest of thieves last night. That's my name, friend. Huh? I'm Jim Hawkins of the Raptor H. I'm after giving you a job. Doing what? Uh, taking care of this soft-speaking, blue-eyed boy bandit here. Hawkins, you're a little too old to tangle with me. If I was you, I'd just be real quiet. What do I have to do, Mr. Hawkins? Take charge of organizing the honest landowning members in this part of the country. To fight a nest of grass-stealing, water-thieving hijackers. Are you interested? He's talking about me, Sundown. Now do you want the job? Well, uh... uh Mr. Hawkins, uh, Yeah? When do I go to work? <laughs> I tell you, Sundown, that's the first time I ever saw the kid flush up and get mad without pulling for his gun. Well, maybe something told him not to. What do you mean? Nothing. Let it go. Now, tell me. How many men are there available among your ranchers? Well, hands and all, we can depend on about 50, I reckon. You say the kid's been fencing off over 100 acres of your property? That's right. And they use an army of killers to do it, too. Took some of my best pasture land and water. Well, what's their claim to the property? Well, they said when I homesteaded that I staked out more property than my share. But I was here first. It's my land. Trying to stop them would have meant the happy hunting ground for me, and I got sense enough to know it. And the other homesteaders have gone through the same thing? Yeah, most of them. And them that haven't, expect it every day. You see, when a drifter blows in and wants some land and water, the kid sells it to him and takes his gang of bandits out and starts picking out what he wants. And to try and stop him is suicide, I tell you. And there's just one thing to do. Well, I'm waiting for the answer. We'll start with your ranch. Get the men together and we'll start tearing down the fences they've strung up. Yeah, but how are we going to do it? The same way they did it. Except we use crowbars and wire cutters instead of hammers and staples. It's going to cause trouble, Sundown. You didn't expect a picnic, did you? No, by golly, I didn't. Then don't let any grass grow under your feet. Have your boys start rounding up the men. We've got work to do. Some of you tear out that other section. Okay, Sundown. When the kid finds out about this, he's going to have a whole handful of conniptions. Here comes somebody on a fast run. And that's the fellow who thinks he owns this land now. Hold it a minute, boys. Oh, hold up here. Hey, hey, what do you mean tearing my fence down like this? Well, this here fence runs through another man's property, mister. And it's coming out. Say, this is my property. I bought it and paid for it. Somebody sold you a bad bill of goods, partner. Say, when the fair old kid hears about this, it'll be a different story. That's exactly what we expect you to do, friend. Go on and tell him about it. And that's exactly what I'm going to do, and right now. Hey there, Slim. Right over to where the boys are waiting and tell them to come over. We're going to have some company in a mighty short while. All right, Sundown. I'll have them back here right away. Now, how are you going to do this, Sundown? Well, he's going to tell the kid there are only five of us here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have our boys in the edge of the thicket. When the kid arrives with his men... We'll have a little surprise party waiting for him.
right, boys, here they come. Now, everybody stand by. Make no play for your guns, because somebody might get hurt. What you think they'll do, Sundown? They'll cover us the first thing, if my guess ain't wrong. Remember, boys, when I give you the signal, all their hands. All right, Hawkins. You're letting yourself in for a lot of trouble. What's this all about? There's Sundown. He wants to tell you. You're in the wrong country, Sundown. But before you leave, order those men to start putting that fence back up. <laughs> Suppose you tell them. All right. Reach, every one of you. Sure, kid. Glad to accommodate. Now drop your guns to the ground. Drop them, boys. Now either start working or start praying. I can tell you almost the same thing. What are you getting at? There are 40 men with 40 guns looking straight at you from the edge of that thicket there. What? Have a look. You won't get by with this sundown. I'm afraid I will, kid. And get this straight. This fence is coming down. Then there'll be signs posted. And the first one of your men that trespass this property takes his hands in his life. These men have orders to shoot to kill. And I'm posting the same sign in town for you, sundown. So the next time you ride that way, you better come reaching for your gun. You want to make that a date? Name the time, and the sooner the better. Well, sir, this is Wednesday, kid. We'll have this fence work and these parts finished about Friday. How about sundown? That's a long way off, but I'll try to wait. Your place is on the west end of town. I'll come in from the east. Don't make things too easy for me. I don't need the help. You're still as cocky and confident as ever, aren't you? What do you mean, as ever? I'll explain that to you Friday at sundown. Why, the town looks like a circus parade's about to begin. There's a thousand people lined up on each side of the street. Telling you, sundown, I don't like this. This kid is mighty quick with a gun. It's a shame he won't have a chance to use it. I don't get it, sundown. What makes you so confident you're going to kill him? Kill him? <laughs> Why, I wouldn't kill that kid for the world. Have you lost your feeble, flea-bitten mind? Nope. I know what I'm doing. Well, dang if I believe you do. If you ask me, you're getting worse than that fool kid. I just know the kid. What do you know about him? Plenty. I know that boy better than he knows himself. What you say makes about as much sense as a brain of bull in a Sunday school class. You'll find out pretty soon now. Hey, it's close to sundown, sundown. Uh, I mean... Uh... You're getting nervous, Rusty. Well, let's go. By the time we get to the foot of town, the sun will be just about right. Right for what? To have the kid backed up against the light of the sky. Sundown, I hope you know what you're doing. I don't. I do. Let's go. Look, Farrell. Supposing I stand in the upstairs window just in case. You keep out of this. You know I don't operate that way. All right, all right, but I just wanted to help. I don't need your help. I know you're the best gunslinger in these parts. When I was a young kid at seven, my dad taught me how to handle a gun. And believe me, he was the best in the business. You ain't got no doubts about plugging this hombre, have you? None. Except I kind of hate to let him have it for some reason or other. Funny, I just don't know what it is. Well, this ain't no time to get sentimental, Farrell. It's you or him. That's right. We'll get this over with, and tomorrow we'll start putting them fences up again. 
Now the sun's falling under. Reckon we better go out. Yeah. Let's go. And, uh, Mac. Yeah? Just, uh, just in case I am a little late on the draw, which I won't be, but just in case, then I don't want nobody plugging him, understand? But why? He'll take over around here if somebody don't stop him. I don't know why. I wish I did. Don't worry, I'll stop him. Come on, let's go. You gonna wait till he comes out of his place sundown? That's right. And I hope he comes soon. The folks are watching us down here. There he is. Coming out. Good luck, sundown. I hope you know what you're doing. I do. Well, here I go. Wonder what he's going to say when he finds out. I hate to kill that fella. There's just something about him. Well, it's me or him, I reckon. And he's just about close enough, so I guess I'll let him have it. What? You you shot my gun belt off. That's right, kid. Well, there never was but, but one man who could do that, and that was my dad. Right again. Dad was the best in the business. And if you hadn't acted a fool and run off from home when you was a young punk... He'd have taught it to you, too, Stinky. Stinky? <laughs> well, you're you're my brother, Larry. It took me a mighty long time to find you, kid. Gosh, Larry, I I, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, what do you know about that? They're hugging each other. Alan Lane. Our guest star will return to your all-star Western Theater microphone in a few moments, friends and neighbors. Right now, here are America's great Western singers with one of your favorite little heart songs, I Still Do. Darling, many happy years have passed away since you and I. Were tiny little boy and girl playing neath the summer sky. Do you recall the day I was bold enough to say, I love you, dear, I want you near, and I still do. Oh, my love, for the little girl I love so. 
now here's Four Willing returning to the microphone with our guest star, Alan Lane. Well, Alan, your visit with us today has been a real company-keeping pleasure for our listeners, I know. Well, I sure hope so, Floyd, because it was certainly a privilege for me to visit with all the folks who listen to these programs. I feel they're my friends. You can bet on that. And since the boys and I start a new picture in a couple of weeks, we'll be seeing you around the Republic lot real soon. And back here at the Western Theater again, I hope. I hope we can count on that, Alan. Well, so long, folks. It's been mighty nice being with you. And we'll all be seeing you on the Western screen, Alan Lane. Come back again. Here they are, folks, men of the West from out of the West with a real song of the West. America's great Western singing stars, Foy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage, singing The Timber Trail. production starring America's great western singers, Boy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage. Our guest star today has been the screen's fine western action star, Alan Lane. My name is Cotton C. Clark. Next week, another great star in a story of the West. 